0: What's up, Braves Nation? This is a postseason edition of the Ethos Sports Braves Podcast. I'm your host John McKay, and on the other side is that lovely voice you're used to hearing from Murray, Kentucky, Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, how's it going? Uh,
1: it's going good. It's uh, you know, it's a Tuesday morning, and it's time to get this postseason started for the Braves and. It's a beautiful morning, although we could use a little bit of rain. So we're a little dry here in the state of Kentucky.
0: <laughs> well, it's dry here too in the great state of Georgia, as you have drawled before.
1: Yes, and it should be because we need to play. You know, it's yeah. time. It's time to play. That's what it is. <laughs> it's time to welcome. Know. Time to welcome in the Phillies, and then let's kick them out. <laughs>
0: I heard it's supposed to get wet and dreary on Thursday, so hopefully that doesn't affect the Braves.
1: Well, they'll be um um they'll be up north then, right? They'll be in uh they'll be in Philadelphia by then. So, uh hopefully uh, uh,
2: yeah, hopefully yeah,
1: sure. we'll we'll have a um you know, we'll have a, a a lead by then and uh you know, only have to play a very small amount in Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> well, there's not many games to talk about. So, I figured we could start off with what do you think of the wild card series?
1: Uh boy, you know, the wild card series, I you know, if Major League Baseball wanted uh, you know, a lot of drama in the wild card series, I think they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the shocking thing I guess for me was um the Cardinals Philly series was one of them uh due to the fact that the, you know, the the Cardinals came in as the division you know the division leader; they had won over 90 games. Uh, they just didn't hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they 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 look like you know. I was I was uh, walking out on Friday. I was I was watching the game Friday. I was off Friday, and uh, so uh, I, I didn't do much on Friday anyway to begin with. And so uh, I was uh, you know just kind of peeking in on the game just to see what was going on. Uh, I was getting ready for my game, as a matter of fact, um, and so. Um, I was um, just kind of peeking in on it and I saw that, you know, he had Helsley in, in the eighth inning. And I thought, Oh, you're going to ask your closer to come in and you're going to ask him even, and he's got a hurt finger as well. Middle finger. I think you're going to ask your closer to come in and get more than three outs. (laughs) Uh, And I think we've seen that in the playoffs, that managers kind of get, you know, totally different than what they would do during the regular season because they're trying to win games. And I understand that. Um, But uh, I thought that was a problem and then he got in trouble and then all of a sudden it's like oh no now what do I do and he left him out there too long I think that was probably a, a rookie manager's decision that he's going to have to live with probably for the entire year the rest of the year and then on into next year before they get started with spring training so but you know you live and learn by that and and every if you ask every manager they've been through those they've made those mistakes. Uh, especially when it comes to postseason. So um, I thought that was the problem. And then the Cardinals just didn't hit the ball. Uh, you know, your two best guys, Arnado and, and um, you know, Goldschmidt just didn't hit. Goldschmidt hadn't hit pretty much September, I think. Uh, you know, he was in there for the running for the Triple Crown, um, you know, might have a National Leaguer that could do it. And then he just struggled. And I think they all struggled. Everybody struggled, as a matter of fact. And then you know, you say goodbye to Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols, you know, a great representatives for the game of baseball. Um, you know, Yadi, maybe that potential manager candidate, you know, sometime down the road, uh, you know, Pujols with over 700 home runs. You know, that's a, you know, a great accomplishment, you know, 3,000 hits, all that kind of fun stuff. So, um, but then the Mets, you know, the Mets uh, lose their series and what I really thought was going to be one of those losing Uh, things was you know on I think it was Saturday night Uh, was it Saturday night Uh, yeah I think Saturday night you had um, Buck Showalter going with Edwin Diaz in the seventh inning he brought his closer in in the seventh inning and they had a one-run lead and I thought then pardon
0: that's very risky
1: yeah that's very risky you know he's got to win uh, that game, you know, he's got to win that game to send it to, uh, you know, game number, uh, you know, game number three, uh,
2: wow. you
1: know, he's got to be able to get to that next level. And, and so, you know, they had lost game one and then he's got to win game two to get to game three. So he brings him in the seventh. They're out by one run. Um, you know, he's hoping his offense can get back in and score. You know, he throws 20 pitches in the seventh inning. Uh, you know, Saturday's game, you know, you had uh, Tampa Bay and, and uh, Cleveland, what went, uh, I think they went 15 innings. Yeah. Which was great. Uh, I mean, that was drama. Uh, they, they you know, no runs. They, they barely had any hits. It was all pitching. Uh, you know, and then, you know, you had Edwin Diaz in in the seventh. And luckily, they came in in the eighth. They came in the bottom of the seventh, and they scored a bunch of runs. Uh, and then after that, I turned it off because I didn't want to, I thought oh great the Mets are gonna win you know and so then they end up going on losing on on Sunday and and you know a lot of Mets fans are disappointed once again uh, you know because they had a fantastic season with not only a 10 and a half game lead but a seven and a half game lead with even less time than when they had the 10 and a half game lead right And, and so they're disappointed and so they go home uh, you know, and and or actually, they didn't have to go very far because they were home. Um, so, so they they're done, and now they're going to have to stew over the whole. You know, what did we miss? How did we miss? You know, you had Max Scherzer getting booed off the mound on Friday, on Friday, because he gave up the home runs. You know, the Padres, um, and then uh, Degrom with a great outing. Uh, And then, um, you know, they just didn't get it done, um, you know, in in the next game. So, you know, that was, you know, all the the fun. That's what leads you to now where it's the, you know, Phillies and the Braves and it's the Dodgers and the Padres. And, you know, that matchup has been great all year. And, you know, in the American League, the Guardians with the win, uh, the Mariners move on uh, as well. So, you know, what a, what a, you know, what a series it's turning out to be, and, and it's great drama, and, and I think these next uh, couple of series are going to be even better. I just hope ours has less drama in it than what everybody else's does.
0: I, I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. Wasn't Ryan Hilsley the guy that started the Braves thing, the Tomahawk Chop thing?
1: Um, I think it was. Um, you know, that's been such a long time ago, and I was really – you know, it hasn't hasn't been brought up again. Uh, which, you know, last night. Here's the thing. Here's what bothers me about the whole, you know, the whole, you know, chop thing. Okay. So, uh, you've got. I'm watching the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, like Monday Night Football was the Chiefs and the Raiders, and what a game that turned out to be. Okay. Hopefully. But guess what? Guess what the Chiefs are doing.
0: They're doing it, They're doing
1: it. They're doing it. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting there, and they're 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 right on the cusp of, of, um, you know, right at the end of the game, uh, you know, and, and, and they're doing it, you know, chiefs are getting ready to score and they're doing it. Uh, and then you have, you know, of course, Florida state, you know, does it anyway to begin with, you know, my, my wife and daughter were up at, um, at central Michigan. Um, they, we have some friends that live up there. They used to be here in Murray. And, and, um, so, um, in matter of fact, uh, my daughter's best friend lived with us during her high school uh, to finish out her high school uh, year um, while their parents moved to Michigan, you know, so so, so they went up there to visit them. Uh, Central Michigan uh, has um, has a very good relationship uh, because they're the Chippewas. Right. Okay? So uh, they have a very good relationship and they, it's a working relationship with the, that tribe.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: one of the very few that I know of colleges where they have that agreement with that tribe, you know, they work with that tribe. Uh, That's great. That's what we should be doing to begin with. You know, let's work to see the advancement and and to see, you know, what we can do to help instead of making it out to be a bad thing, you know? So, you know, the Braves, when they they do the chop they don't play the music, but yet they're still – you know, putting it on the board. They're still doing other things, you know, with it. So, uh, you know, we've gotten away at least from playing the music. But the Chiefs are doing it. Nobody ever says anything to the Kansas City Chiefs. Why no,
0: not? I, I've never understood why the Chiefs don't get flack, but the the
1: Atlanta Braves do,
0: and the and Cleveland yeah. the Indians got flack too. I don't. I don't yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. I I I think I think to be honest with you, it's been kind of blown out of proportion by the media. Yeah. Um, you know, there there are certain media types that blow it all out of proportion. When let's work together um, and and let's see if you know, because because to me it's I, I don't I don't feel that that is a derogatory thing. Okay? Right. Um. I think we work together for the advancement rather than work together for going backwards.
2: Right. You know. Right. That's
1: at least me. Uh. So. I I don't I I do have a foam chop I think it's in my son's room that's the only one I have in the house okay nice um so I I think we work together for advancement and we move on and instead of going backwards nobody ever said anything about the Braves name until they made the World Series in '92 I believe and oh. they started making they started winning and they started winning nobody ever. You know, in the mid-80s, they were terrible. Nobody ever said anything. That's when I would have said, hey, stop using my name. You're terrible. You know, (laughs) so, I mean.
0: We don't want want you representing us. Um, Yes,
1: you're terrible. You know, I would have said the same thing about the Indians at the time. You know, they were bad, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, those are the times when you want to say stuff about it. But I think, you know, there's there's a, a couple of sections that have kind of blown it out of proportion. And we need to work together. To get this, you know, resolved like like what Central Michigan does with the Chippewa Tribe. Right. You know, uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm. I believe that Florida State and the Seminole they work with that tribe. You know, so I, that's what we need to be doing. Stop, you know, stop, you know, making it derogatory. Stop making it negative. Let, let's work together. That's all. Anyway, you know,
0: sorry. One of the biggest sponsors for Atlanta Braves baseball is the casino up there in Cherokee, North Carolina. So that's Yes. That, that'd be a great way to work with the Indians. Yes. Yes. Tribe. Not sure which yes. tribe band that is. Yes. I guess it's Cherokee, but I mean I can Yeah. Do
1: it. Yeah. I, I agree. And you see that kind of filtered all around major league baseball. You know, how those um you know, tribes that own casinos on, on tribal land and they, you know, they 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 work with, you know, because Major League Baseball is getting into the betting thing, you know, like football and other other things are. So, um, you know, let's work together. Let's 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 work together for the advancement, uh, not you know going backwards. Right. So anyway. Speaking just of my betting.
0: Opinion. Speaking of betting, the break, I saw. Uh, I think as of yesterday, I think it's a plus six hundred chance to win. They are plus yeah. to win the world series
1: yeah i i um i don't understand all the there's a reason i don't bet okay yeah <laughs> i have i have no clue of all these betting lines who comes up with these betting lines Vegas. you know I, I know i don't understand it um i mean you could bet on anything uh is the first pitch going to be a strike is is this or this or that is and um You know, I listen to, um, in my travels, I I listen to a radio show. It's the Dan Patrick Show. Mm -hmm. And um, I have listened to him, you know, for years uh, since I have satellite radio. And so that's my my morning routine is listening to him. Um, And so uh, he he was a guy that used to bet. You know, he had to bet on everything. And, And so he said he finally had to get out of it. He just had to get out of it, and he doesn't do anything with with betting lines or anything. You know people call him up and say, "Hey, what do you think and And he's like, you know i, I I'm sorry. I don't want to give you you know an opinion because I don't want you to blame me if it's you know if it's wrong or or if it's whatever whatever. So uh, I don't understand the betting lines um, and and it's getting to where it's it's more and more integrated into everything now,
2: right. uh,
1: you know you find the over under." you know, the, the plus 600 or find whatever, you know, chance. And, and yeah. And, and even on, on Apple TV, whenever they were doing um, their broadcast, which is strange if you ever, by the way, I now have a subscription to Apple plus Apple TV. So yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that's, you know, there was only one, I think one streaming service out there. I didn't have a subscription to, and now there's none. Uh, so uh, anyway, um, but when you watch their games, you know, they would tell you, here's a percentage, here's the chance of him hitting a home run or here's the chance of him hitting into a double play. And I'm like, you know, I don't need that. Um, you know, there's a chance that uh, the pitcher could throw a pitch and hit the guy, you know, right. or or the pitcher could just all of a sudden um, throw three straight fastballs down the middle and strike the guy out. There's right. a chance for anything. I mean, there's a chance that it could rain. Well, I wish it would rain here. There's not a—I know for sure there's not a chance of rain here. Okay, I can trust me today. There is not a chance of rain. Uh, I, but, but there could be a chance of of rain. You know, in Florida, there's a chance of rain every day. Right. Okay. You know, so uh, you know it's a it's a game of chance is what it is. So I don't need to see all that. I you know I don't I don't need to sit there and stress over the fact that. Oh, he's going to hit into a double play. You know, okay, uh, you know, Daniel Vogelbach is a double play candidate when there's somebody on first base every single time, okay? He's right. a big guy. He doesn't run well. Right. But he's also a guy that has a chance to hit the ball 500 feet.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: or could, or could his exit velocity on some of those could go 100,000 miles an hour. I don't know, you know. I don't know. But, you know, I, I just don't need to to see all of that uh, every single time. I just want to go to the game, and I want to sit and watch the pitcher throw the ball and the guy either have a chance to hit it, walk, or strike out. Either one, you know? When the, That's me.
0: I do think that – okay, I will say – I might sound like a new guy here. Uh, I do think the exit velocity is kind of cool. Mm. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that part of it. I think
0: – uh, O'Neal Cruz, the time he hit the 122.3 mile ball off the wall, bouncing so far back he gets a single. I was like, that was cool because like, yes, what is what is the how hard can somebody hit a baseball? What is the limit? Because there's got to be a physical limit to how hard. Sure.
1: Well, yeah, you know, you've heard always you hit the cover off the ball. You know, uh, the old uh you know, the natural movie with Robert Redford, you know, when he hits the home run, he hits the cover off the ball, you know. Uh, so, you know, that's I, – I do like those kind of things. I, I like to know how far it goes. I like to know how fast it goes because sometimes, you know, you don't really understand he hits the – and you hear the crack of the bat, the sound of the bat, and it sounds like it's going, you know, so fast. And then, you know, they give you that exit velocity. Yeah, I like that. I do like that part of the game. Um, you know, that stat cast and stuff like that. So I, I do like that part of the game. Um, but, you know, there's a part of that too uh, with the analytical thing, uh, that analytics that, that that you get even caught up too much in it. And I think that's what your, like your managers sometimes get caught up too much in that part of the game. And, Dave Roberts. And, yeah, Dave Roberts being one of them. <laughs> you know, there's there's that whole philosophy of, and, and that's why I think starting pitching, you know, has been always important and is ever important in, in the postseason uh, is because, you know, there's always that thing is you can't, you can't go through the third. You know, they're going to say, well, this is the third time through the order. You know, this is when they really should hit, uh, hit the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Well, as a pitcher, you know, your mind game and as a catcher, your mind game is always, yeah, I may have thrown you a fastball the first time you saw me. I may have thrown you the, the slider the second time you saw me. But what am I going to do the third time? Right. I might come back. What Am I going to throw you another slider the third time through? Am I going to throw you the fastball the third time through? So, you know, as a pitcher, you know, the pitcher plays mind games just as, as much as the batter does. I really thought that the Padres played a lot of mind games on, Friday, on Saturday night uh, mm-hmm. with DeGrom. Uh, I really thought, uh, they were stepping in, you know, DeGrom would get ready to throw and they'd step out. They'd call time. They were really trying to slow that rhythm down. Uh, and and it, it appeared like it was working there for a while. Um, of course, Machado tried that and he struck out, I think, every time I saw him at bat. Uh, and he could not hit. By the way, the ball that is 10 feet off the plate, he could not hit, by the way. But he swung at it. Oh, uh, yeah. a Yeah. Uh, slider off the plate. Perfect. Boom, boom, boom. And he's swinging at it. And guess what? You don't hit those. Okay. Uh, So, so, you know, I think those are just the mind games and as a pitcher, you, you play those mind games, but you're also looking at those stats. You're looking at all that stuff before the game. So you as anybody else knows, okay, third time through the order, I got to change it up again. Mm
2: -hmm. And so
1: I don't understand why managers have to look at that and say, we don't want our guys going through the third time – going through that third time through the order. You know, when they, – they should well, – well, shouldn't you be able to hit the guy the first time through the order because you've watched games or you've seen games before or you should be watching that pitcher during warmups to know what's going on, even the second, you know, or the third time? You know, a, 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 a rookie pitcher maybe not, you know, because you don't really know what that, that kid's got – but a a a, star, a long-time pitcher like Max Fried or or Jacob Degrom or somebody like that, it doesn't matter what you go through the order the one two five or ten times, you mm-hmm. should know what's coming. You should know what pitches he's got because you've already seen it. So Correct. anyway, sorry, You're I talking- I'll get off get off the topic. You
0: know, <laughs> uh, 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 Manny Machado swinging at a ball ten feet outside. Do you remember how bad of a ball had how bad of a good bad ball hitter? Uh, uh, glad guerrero was
1: yes yeah and they talked about when was that they talked about that how how yeah he could um he he would swing at the swing at low balls and, and i mean he was such a powerful hitter and that's kind of like his you know juniors that away too mm-hmm. um you know bad ball you know you got hitters and i think that makes i, I really do think that makes the mark of a, of a pretty good hitter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who can hit bad balls and can still hit them hard. You know, um, I I always thought that Tony Gwynn was a guy that could probably swing at a ball anywhere and, and put it wherever he wanted to. Um, You know, Tony Gwynn, if, if you played a shift on Tony Gwynn, he's probably going to hit 500. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because he was such a, a great hitter. He was such a a, um, a, a a not only a disciplined hitter, but he could also make something out of nothing. You know, we talk about in football all the time how a busted play and a quarterback all of a sudden turns a busted play into you know a fifteen twenty yard game. Um, Bennett, you know, so <laughs> what? Stetson
0: Bennett. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so you 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 know, but but that's what I think. Vlad Guerrero could do, you know, he could turn. Oh, he's gonna, you know, oh, I'm gonna throw him a low ball and get him to swing at it, and see, and get him to strike out. Well, nope. no, he's probably gonna hit it out, you know, because yeah, I mean, he he was that kind of hitter. um You know, those guys are are those guys drive a pitcher nuts, you know, I mean, because you you've heard about the old term, you know. Well, I got him down 0-2. I gotta throw him a pitch nowhere near the plate. I'm just going to see if he'll swing at it. If not, then I'm still up one, two, you know, I'm going to waste a pitch. Well, you know, Glad, Vlad Guerrero was the guy that probably loved wasted pitches because he could still hit it, you know, and and those are, those are teams that those are guys that just drive pitchers nuts because, you know, you waste a pitch and you're thinking, well, he's not going to, he, he's going to have a hard time doing anything with it. And then he hits the ball, you know, with an exit velocity of a hundred miles an hour, you know, so. So yeah, yeah he he was that way.
0: Well, we've um we've been on a soapbox and random for about thirteen to twelve minutes. Yeah. Uh, what do you say we preview this Philly series? Yeah, let's go. Yep. So tonight or today? Okay, okay, all right. I told you I was gonna go. Why are the? I, I'll get back on one soapbox and then I'll I'll be done. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh,
1: yes.
0: Why are the world champs? On in the afternoon. Why don't they? Why don't they get a primetime spot? Ah, uh,
1: you know, I have, I, I, don't, I have fought this battle, thinking about this the whole, the whole time through of why we're in the afternoon. Now, I will tell you, the only thing about this whole afternoon thing is it really works out well for me these next couple of days. Yeah. To be able to be able to listen. But you, if, if anybody's listening to this podcast um, you know, maybe other than my mother. Uh, so <laughs> if anybody's listened to this podcast, they know how I cannot stand afternoon games. Okay. Right. And, and Hey, Charlie Morton's not pitching today, by the way. So, nice. uh, there's a plus, uh, he may have been, I think he may have pitched every afternoon game. Uh, Spencer Strider, I think pitched an afternoon game, uh, because I think that's he uh, he threw like a hundred pitches in the first inning and then only threw about five the rest and, and went sixth innings. So right. that game. So um, I hate afternoon games, and I, but it does work out for me today and tomorrow. I've got i um, I've got a um, middle school football game. Uh, our eighth grade middle school is undefeated. And so the, the playoffs start for them uh, on Tuesday night. So I'm going to go and be the public address announcer for them. Uh, and, and they've got a very good football team. So, Um, so I'm, I'm going to do that so I don't have to sit with my phone and, and during a game and be watching the game and watching the game, you know, so, so that's a plus. And tomorrow, um, you know, it's, I get to, you know, church is on Wednesday, so, uh, I get to watch that, that game, but again, I'm not an afternoon game guy, so, uh, I don't like it, but I'm like you, but it's like, it's like, why did the world champs start? Why don't they start at home? Why did we start on the road to begin the year? Um, and and so that that bothers oh, yeah. me too uh, with with stuff like that. But but you know people are going to be more in tune. They they think you know this is what this is what the people want. This is what the the baseball uh, people want. They want it to be the they really want it to be the Dodgers and the Yankees. Okay. Yeah. So because you get that audience, you know you get. That 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 big audience that you're you're gonna get because you've got a New York team and you've a big market TV market and you got an LA team which is a big TV market. Right. Uh, you know they would really want also it to be the Dodgers and the Astros uh, because again you've got a couple of big television markets mm-hmm. and what happened a few years ago with the Astros and the Dodgers when the Astros cheated. Okay, so that's what they really want. They really could have wanted a match Yankees series. Okay. Yep. That would have been fantastic because it's the Subway series. They could have deemed it the Subway series.
0: And now you know on. Thanks.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so they but but they really right now they're rooting for Dodgers Yankees. You know, even ESPN did a um uh and I haven't watched it yet, but I I, I, I D VR'd it they did a a um a it was seventy seven seventy eight I believe. Uh-huh. Um that Dodgers Yankees played, um, and they did the uncivil uh, series. Uh, that that was that's what they called it. Dodgers Yankees, the uncivil series. I, I got to go back and watch it. You know, cause that's my childhood. That's what I grew up. You know, you watch the Dodgers and the Yankees when they played those World Series and how great they were. Reggie Jackson, by the way, Mister October. You know that that was the time. So, and then they got back together in '81 and played again, and the Dodgers ended up winning. You know, so so that's what they. Really want so they could care less about the Braves Phillies.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they really don't want Seattle going anywhere. Uh, you know, although that's a great story in itself,
2: uh, uh, not making the
1: playoffs, then now advancing in the playoffs. So you know that's great. They really don't. You know, yeah, yeah. Could they see Cleveland winning? Could do, would they like Cleveland to be in the the series because they haven't won it in like a billion years? You know, so they could really see that happening. Um, you know, so, you know, those are the stories that they want to see. They, they really could care less about the Phillies and the Braves. And that's why I think they put them, you know, in the afternoon game because they could care less. Basically.
0: I, the Braves are going to, the Braves are going to come through. They're going to, they're going to get this. Um, they're going to play hard no matter what. And like a couple of my friends were saying this morning, as as I worked out at five thirty this morning, uh, it was cold by the way. Uh, ah yes. Uh the people who it's gonna be sold out anyway. The Atlanta fans are gonna show up. No, yes. Not, but, yes. So
1: oh yeah. I I agree. You know, it it's you know, they're gonna they're gonna be there, they're gonna be uh, cheering. It's the same in Philadelphia. If they go back to Philadelphia and they're in an afternoon slot, they're you know the Philly fans are gonna show up. Uh, you know they're gonna show up. You know they're as, uh, you know there's a reason why that the Philly mascot is called a fanatic. Right. You know, uh, as much as you know you don't want to go into Philadelphia to play, you gotta give kudos to their fans for being the fanatics that they are. Right. You know. So you know your hats off to the to the Phillies uh, in that regard, uh, because they do have. Uh, a great set of fans although they may not be um you know the nicest set of fans uh but they 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 do have uh they hardcore fans and and that's what makes them what they are you know just,
0: just ask Jeff Bidwell how crazy they are
1: <laughs> yes that is true, <laughs>
0: that is true. Uh, do you and him ever uh talk about the Phillies Brave stuff
1: no uh-uh no no I it's um it's a very small amount of people that I have to deal with uh, talking about the Braves anyway, because you know, you're in, uh, in in this, in in Kentucky, you're then Cardinal country, you know, uh, at least this end of the state, you're in Cardinal country. Uh, So everybody loves the Cardinals around here. There's a few Cubs, you know, my neighbors are Cubs fans. uh, And, and other than that, uh, that's, that's about it as far as the fandom goes. Uh, with with what I know, but most everybody's Cardinal fans, and of course now Cardinals are out, yep. so now everybody's disappointed, uh, mad, whatever else you can say. So anyway, and who knows if the if if the Braves don't advance on, I'm going to be mad too. <laughs> no. Oh yeah,
0: I'll be frustrated. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> so Max Reed going today, uh, which is Tuesday. Um, yes, Ranger Suarez going.
1: Yeah, Ranger Swartz. Hey, you know, I said this all along. You called it. Yeah, I said if you get in a series with the Braves and you're going to go game one, you're not going Aaron Nola. Of course, he pitched uh, game two. So, I mean, he's going to be uh, out uh, at least until they open up at home uh, because I, Kyle Wheeler's uh, going – or not Kyle, Ryan Wheeler, sorry, which, whoever Wheeler it is. Zach Wheeler. Um, Zach Wheeler, that's him, yeah. Um, I was thinking of Russ Wheeler from Days of Thunder, uh, but anyway. Oh wow. Um, yeah, so so <laughs> Ranger Suarez, he gets the call, uh, which I thought was the right move to make because he absolutely his last couple of games that he pitched against the Braves, he absolutely lit us up. You know, he lit us up, and hopefully we can change that. You know, we've had, uh, you know, we've had this time off. We haven't had to play since last Wednesday. That does concern me, uh, although the Phillies only got two games out of that. Uh, so, you know, they've had, uh, you know, their share of time off as well. Uh, so, um, but I think Ranger Suarez going, that's a good move. But, again, we got Max Freed going, so that's a good move as well. And Kyle Wright's going to go tomorrow, and I'm assuming that uh, Charlie Morton will be the guy to open up uh, the uh, against the Phillies on uh Thursday. Friday there or Thursday oh, is it Thursday that's Friday. I think it's Friday. So
0: they're um, going to skip a day and then going yeah. Friday.
1: Yeah, they're going to go if, if I if I read this right, they're going two games, mm-hmm. skip the Thursday, go Friday, Saturday, skip uh, Sunday, come back to Atlanta on Monday. Uh, so Atlanta having being that higher seed will get the most games at home. Right. Uh, so in this in this series uh, and they – I believe they will do that up until the World Series uh, because um, they – since they did not – since they did win 100 games, you're going to have to deal with uh, the Astros in that regard. And, of course, the Dodgers are going to have home field advantage because they won the most games and they're that top seed. They uh, So, yeah.
0: Um, I always want to call Ranger Suarez Walker, Texas Ranger Suarez.
1: Yeah, that's pretty funny. You know, he should be pitching for the – for Texas.
0: That would Houston be awesome. Or something.
1: Yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? So I would be okay if he's pitching for them right now and not the Phillies, you know? Yeah. So for the for the Texas Rangers because he's out. They're if out, you know.
0: I if he's too young to uh, know that reference though.
1: Well, but yeah, there's a new Walker series on now though.
0: Yeah, I, so, I love that series, by the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, you know, I was a huge Chuck I'm, I like Chuck Norris anyway, so you know, huge Chuck Norris in Walker, Texas, the old one. And now there's the new one on, which is, you know, which is different. Uh, and it, it took me a little time to get accustomed to it. But yeah. I like it. I do like it. Uh, so, and and now there's even a, uh, you know, all these, they're going back these on these series, you know, like Yellowstone had, mm-hmm. uh, where they went back to 1888, you know, mm-hmm. and now they're going to go to like 1930 something. And, and so Walker's done the same thing. You know, now they've gone back to the eighteen hundreds when, you know, the family kinda got started. So but yeah, I I wish he was pitching for the Texas Rangers because they wouldn't be in it. He's been a tough get. I mean he's um you know, he's he's pitched really well. But I'll also tell you, he's due to pitch a bad game. Maybe it's today, maybe it's Tuesday, you know. So but, you know, if you're if anybody's got momentum against the Braves, I believe, you know, and even if it's not Aaron Nola or any of the other guys they've got it's Ranger Suarez right. would be the guy. So, you know, and that's, I think, the other odd thing about that Cardinal Philly series is, um, you know, if the Cardinals would have hit the ball like they normally do, they get to the Philly bullpen. And the Philly bullpen, you know, oh, I, I believe we've talked about this all year, has been their struggle. Right. Um, if I recall correctly, at one point in the year, their starters had thrown like 300 innings more than their relievers, but yet their relievers had more walks than their starters. So that was the problem with the Cardinals. They just didn't get to the bullpen. And that's what the Braves got to do too. They've got to get to the bullpen and get those starters out. Because Aaron Nola, you know, on Friday night, is going to try to pitch to eight innings at least.
2: He's going to stay
1: in there because he doesn't want to give it over to the bullpen. So you've got to get to them early. You know, make that – get that pitch count. Drive that pitch count up, and uh, hopefully they can do that today even with Ranger Suarez.
0: So, the Braves will go with uh, Kyle Wright on Wednesday. Who do the Phillies go with?
1: The yeah, game? they're going with that, that Wheeler guy on Wednesday.
0: Okay. Who did yeah. they go with the first game of that series with the Cardinals?
1: Um, You know, I don't even know who they went – I can't even say – I can't remember. I just caught into it late. Uh, So, um, I I
0: is he Is he still pitching for the Phillies or is he – He
1: is, but he's been out of the bullpen. I I think that's where you're going to see maybe him him pitching. I think eventually they're going to have to go to at least one more guy. Um, You know, because uh, I believe uh, with Nola pitching on Friday, he'll have an extra day's rest, Uh, you know – all of our guys are going to have that extra day's rest anyway to begin with, uh, so uh, I, I still think they're going to have to go at least one more guy. I think it's all going to depend on how, who, what, when, where the situation is on Friday. You know, is it going to be a must-win game for either team as far as who's going to go? Nola's going to go Friday for sure. That's a given. Braves have not announced the starter for Friday. My guess is, um, you know, it's going to be Charlie Morton, but I, it may be all about, um, you know, who who do you want to go on Friday to maybe get back to Max Fried or maybe Kyle Wright on that Saturday or possibly that game winner on Monday.
0: Do we know if Spencer Schreider is off the, the aisle?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is what I was uh, just looking at. I'm pretty sure – He has been – he's on the roster. Um, And so, you know, they just signed him to uh, an extension, six-year, $75 million extension. Yep. Um, So that's a good thing. Uh, My guess is that um, he's probably going to come out of the pen. Okay. Um, Just because – and, again, I I think, you know – we saw Max Scherzer uh, battle that oblique um, in you know the latter part of the year, and and he struggled. Right. Um, even though he spent two months off and came back and got off to a great start when he came back, but late in the year, you just heard some rumblings about him bat- still favoring that oblique. Right. Uh, and 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 anytime a pitcher favors something and doesn't just go out there and pitch that's usually when they start giving up home runs they start walking guys they start struggling and then what do they do they hurt something else right Uh, so so i'm assuming that they're gonna go spencer strider and again if you get strider for an inning or two out of the bullpen um you know it just makes your um you know let's say max freed goes six innings Strider comes in, pitches the seventh or the eighth, and then you got Jansen in the ninth. You got uh to you know, you got Mentor, you got Dylan Lee, you got Matic you got Chavez. It just makes your bullpen a little more um, um, you know, better. little I can't I was trying to think of the word, a little more um, um well, I'm trying to find deeper. a word to go yeah, deeper. Uh it just it just makes it you know, it just makes it more round altogether, you know, right. makes it a whole lot more dangerous. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of a whole lot more dangerous right. uh, because you've got Strider who again, from the right-handed side can throw, you know, a hundred mentor from the left-handed side is going to throw, uh, you know, 90, 95, 98, somewhere in there. Dylan Lee's going to come in and mix it up on the, you know, off speed into of things from the left-handed side. You know, Chavez is going to come in and he's going to beat you on the clock. You know, he's going to pitch to you, try to get it done very quickly. You know, so, I mean, I think it just makes us more dangerous with him. And I think he's going to probably be on a little bit of a pitch count Uh uh, at that time. Because, and that's why I think that he'll stay coming out of the bullpen. I think they'll go with, you know, if they can roll that three-man rotation um, with – with, Eld- with um, uh, Wright, uh,
0: more right.
1: and Speed Freed. Yeah, and then if uh, if they need a spot start out of anybody, my guess, you're going to – I hate to say it, you're either going to go with Oda Rizzi or Bryce Elder, and I think Bryce Elder deserves to go over Oda Rizzi anytime. And I think one of those guys is probably going to have to do a spot start, much like if the Phillies go any further. Somebody else is going to have to do a spot start I somewhere. Would see-
0: I would keep Rizzi just for the bullpen.
1: Like, yeah, well, y- you know, you know, there is going to come a game where there's going to be a blowout, and you're going to need somebody to pitch. You know, three or three or four innings, right? Uh, or two or three innings or something. So yeah, I mean, I'm with you. But I, I, my guess is right now that they're going to keep uh, Strider. If it was me, um, you know, just going at, with him off the pen. He's not going to be able to go five, six innings and throw 100 pitches. No. I just don't think he's going to be able to do it. So, to me, you know, we managed this five-game series with a three-man rotation. Because yeah. if you look, you know, Max Fried's going to go uh, Tuesday. Um, Kyle Wright's going to go Wednesday. You're going to have that off day on Thursday. You're going to go Charlie Morton on Friday. Um, and let's see, will that do it? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, Saturday, you might have to have somebody with a spot start. Uh, especially, it's going to depend on how, that, see how the series is. Um, you know, is it if you're up two to one, is that going to be, uh, you know, let's just go ahead with a spot start, and then if we have to, we'll go back with Max Green on, on Monday. So, yeah. to me, I would manage it that way, uh, you know, with my three, three guys. Uh, and again, it's all going to depend on what happens in that series. I think what happens these first three games, whether it's going to determine who you're going to go on that uh, Saturday start.
0: Um, do you want to make a prediction of how many games the series takes?
1: Um, I'm not into the prediction because then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, and I, I'm always I'm always worried about any start. So I'll let you go ahead and do it. How about that?
0: I'm going to go I'm going to go 3 and 1
1: I was thinking it, it was I I don't think it's going to come out and we're going to win all three games. No. Um I think there's going to be an extra game in there somewhere. No. Uh and so um I'm, a, I'm I'm good with that, but I still think there's going to be an extra game in there somewhere. Um and to me, you know, you want to make sure you win those games at home. If you can go up two nothing uh, and that's the other thing that I think if you go up 2 nothing at home and you go to Philly, that may determine who starts on Friday as well. Right. Um, because that may get your spot starter in there on Friday. Go ahead and just see what happens. And then Morton pitches that next game on Saturday. Right. You know, so that way, you know, you have still got it set up to where Max Fried would come in there on Monday. And then you win the series on Monday and Kyle Wright's going to start off the next game. Uh, And so no problem there with Kyle Wright leading off, Uh, you know, so uh, I I think that's where, where you, if I'm the manager, that's the way I play it. Um, You know, if I've got to win that game on Friday, Charlie Morton's going to pitch. Uh, And then I I worry about Saturday when that time comes around. Uh, If I don't have to win that game on Friday, you may get a spot start from Oda Rizzi or from, uh, uh, Bryce Elder, I think that's why they haven't announced their starter on Friday. I
0: like I think that's
1: the way you're going to play it.
0: I like sending Bryce Elder out there for four, four or four innings and then Strider for four.
1: Yeah, well, you could do that. I mean, that's the way you could work it. Uh, you know, if you could – and look, what happens if you get a win on, that, on Friday out of Bryce Elder? Uh, I mean, that's like Kyle Wright, you know, last year in the World Series you know, he pitched fantastic in the world series and all of a sudden he's now your 21 game winner. So, right. I mean, those are the things that, that, you know, if, if you, if you do that and you pull it out, Hey, you know, you're, you're, you know, the manager just becomes, uh, you know, your your genius. Right. Um, uh, but there's a reason why that price, if, if they were to go that route, there's a reason why they went that route and that's because they had a two game lead. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I know you, it's what's classified as wasting a game maybe. Uh, I don't like that term. Um, you know, I think we could go out there and win that game just as much as we could go out there and lose the game. It doesn't matter. You know, Bryce Elder's pitched well down the stretch. You know, Bryce Elder's going to throw strikes. Uh, you know, that's that's fine. But what happens if you get a win out of it and then you don't have to waste – not waste, you don't have to use another starter in there and then you've got your starter set up for that next series, which would be with the Dodgers or the Padres. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to hope the Padres come out of that. You got to hope the Padres have woken up uh, because I don't think the Dodgers are as strong as everybody thinks they are. They struggled down the stretch. You know, mm-hmm. even with the Padres and the Giants playing those Western Division teams, they struggled. Um, yes, they won 100 and something games. Okay, I, I get that. World Series are bust for the Dodgers. If they don't win the World Series, it is going to be the utmost disappointment of a season. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they have, because they won 100 and something games. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's like the Yankees, or no, excuse me, it's like the Mariners. You know, that year they won 116. Yeah. Yep. The year they won 116 games and had, had Griffey Jr. and Randy Johnson, those guys, they didn't go to the World Series. They didn't get out of the first round of the playoffs. Nope. You know? Nope. So, uh, you know, the Yankees are going to be the same way. Uh, you know, I, I think if they don't get to the World Series, they're going to be extremely disappointed. Um, now, Aaron Judge is not going to be because he's going to make a billion dollars next year because he doesn't have a contract, and he bet on himself uh, and didn't sign, you know, a, a, a big contract. And now, my gosh, he's going to get a huge contract. Oh. Um, and I wouldn't, by the way, it wouldn't be for... For me, for Aaron Judge, it'd be for about five or six years. That'd be about it, you know, yep. because he's 31, okay, with a history of injuries. To, right. So right. anyway, but um, you know, if you gotta hope, if the Padres, and and again, uh, you know, gonna be a fun game tonight to watch. It's gonna be a late night game, by the way. I'm not staying up for it. So um, me either. But but they're they're on the on the West Coast, and you know, you gotta hope that that. uh they can be competitive with the Dodgers and maybe get a win. You know, it's a five-game series, okay? Right. You got to win uh, – you know, you got to win three games, okay? That's it. You just got to win three games. And and the Padres have already been thrust into a uh, an emotional series with the Mets. So they already have figured out how to win in those pressure situations. And now they got the Dodgers, and that's a rivalry game there, you know, the Dodgers have been the big brother and uh the the Padres have been the the little brother and big brother's been stepping on the little brother for many many years now. Right. Um and so I I think there are huge implications in that uh more so for the Dodgers than there are the Padres. Yeah. So
0: the Braves were 8 or sorry 11 and 8 versus the Phillies this year. Um uh, Yes. The Dodgers were fourteen and five versus the Padres this year. Yes, I see. Yeah. I do see the Dodgers winning this series, but I see it going five. I see it going three to two.
1: See, I, I I'm like you. Although I think the Dodgers will win the series, I could see the Padres winning the series. Yeah, I
0: could, uh, could. I I really think it go either way. To be, I mean, but
1: yeah, if
0: I had you know, if in I had the, to choose somebody.
1: Yeah. Now in the in the the middle of the year. Uh, The Dodgers, they had, you know, Urias was pitching great. Gonsolin was pitching great. You know, you had uh, Walker Bueller. Um, You had – there's another kid on there, too, that's pitching. I can't remember his name. Uh, They had four guys that really were strong. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, you know, I would have taken the Dodgers, yes, yes, yes. But at the end of the year, no Walker Bueller, okay, he's Tommy John. He's, by the way, throwing out the first pitch. I hope he's doing it with his other arm, by the way. Uh, so, he's the ceremonial first pitch. Maybe he can underhand it. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, Urias has not pitched so great down the stretch. Gonsolin was injured for what they thought. He might miss a couple of starts. You know, Gonsolin and Kyle Wright were battling it out there for a while for yeah, who's going to win the most games.
2: Okay? Yeah, they were.
1: And, and so, you know, Gonsolin was at 50, 14, 15 games. He was like 15 and one. Right. Um, and now I think he's, like, only 16-1. So, you know, what they thought was only going to be one, miss one or two starts, he's missed a lot of time,
2: you right. know,
1: with whatever injury that it was. So, that's where I don't think the Dodgers are as strong as everybody thinks. They have a great hitting team, but do you know how great hitting teams can be at this time of year? They can all of a sudden go on a cold well. streak, and all of a sudden you lose five, you lose three games. Right. And that's all you need and the other team only needed to win three games. That's it. It's not a seven game series. It's a five game series. Exactly. And you gotta win three. And it just makes it so much more easier for the Padres to come out winning this series than the Dodgers.
0: Yep. I agree. Yeah. But we shall see.
1: Uh it'll be fun we to watch. Shall. Yeah. Hey, be be watching your phone today, cause I'm sure I'll be texting you about how mad I am about day games. Okay. Oh yeah, I will.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll be texting you tonight because yeah, I gotta have updates on that game tonight.
1: Oh, the the middle school game?
0: Uh huh.
1: Yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh you know they they play McCracken County, they beat McCracken County, Ooh. and and uh, so it's uh it should be you know they've got I I think they. They're going to really solidify my high, you know, the high school team that I cover. They're going to those. They've got eighteen eighth graders, and they're going okay. to really solidify and help out uh, next year because Murray High is already young as it is. You know, we've only got four seniors now that are going to graduate, so uh, you know we're going to have a huge core of people coming back next year, and then we're going to add these guys in there as well. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's huge. I think. Uh, these these kids are are uh, you know some some pretty talented kids. The coaching staff is very good. I've talked with them uh, you know several times, and and so uh, they're looking forward to tonight. Then they go play Mayfield, uh, and they've beaten Mayfield already this year. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's it's good stuff.
0: It's great. It's a great time of year. It's football. It's playoff baseball. Yeah. Start of, it's the start of NBA coming up. The Grizzlies are getting yeah. hot.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey, don't forget about NASCAR, too. It's the end of the NASCAR season. And my boy Chase Elliott now from the great state of Georgia, by the way, um, uh, Chase Elliott is in the he's in the top eight. So, you know, uh, got us a win a couple of weeks ago at Talladega. We just need one more win. We'll be in the we'll be in the uh, final four and and uh, with a chance for another championship. So,
0: uh, uh. NASCAR, I, I love. I used to love NASCAR. I, I don't understand it anymore because they've gone to the playoff system.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's exciting.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you like it more than what it used to be?
1: I do. I do because you don't have those runaway winners anymore. You know mm-hmm. those guys who, um, you know, like I think this all started with Matt Kenseth back many many years ago when he only won one race the whole year and just was very consistent and ended up, you know, going to the last race of the year and winning the championship before that he even went to the last race. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's how this all started. You know, you've got, um, you know, it's your top 16 drivers go. Uh, most of those have wins uh, and that's how they advance. But most of those are already in the top 16 to begin with. Right. Those are The guys that go, you know, they, they, they race. I think they have three races, and and you know you eliminate four. Another three races, you eliminate four, and then um, another three races, you eliminate four, and it's a ten race system basically. And in that final race, you have the top four, and basically whoever wins or finishes ahead of everybody else wins the championship. Right. So, uh, Chase Elliott has been you know, the leader of the pack pretty much from the, from the beginning. Uh, So uh, he's kind of the guy at the top of the points and, and that's why he's going on to the top eight. Uh, But you, you know, you need to secure another win to make it to the top four. And, and um, so I'm, I'm looking for another win, but yeah, I like it. It's exciting. I think you've seen other things, other sports go to that playoff type system. It's much more dramatic, uh, you know, if it's intense, you know, it's intense through the through the year, but it's really intense those last 10 races and it's it's really kind of fun.
0: So, I got you. Yeah. Sounds like it. Uh, well, like I said it's a great time of year. Yeah. It's uh well, let's hope the Braves go out and perform well and get some wins.
1: Yeah, let's let's get some more wins. I I need to see uh I need to see more wins. I need to see another 3 wins to go on, right? Yep.
0: Um that's all about all I had for the show today. Jeremy, you got anything else to add?
1: No, I'm I'm good. Let's get a win uh, on Tuesday. Let's get a win Wednesday, and then let's get a win Friday.
0: Awesome. Sounds good to me. Yep. Well, guys, thanks for listening listening to us ramble and have some weird uh, rabbit trails today, side trails. Yes. Um, you can follow us on any listening platform you prefer, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, I guess – Apple, not iTunes anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you can follow us on social media. Uh, the show is at Ethos braid I am at S3 Motley Crew, and we are both on Facebook. I am at John Robert McKay, and,
1: and I'm just I'm just old Jeremy Bell.
0: Awesome. Well, until next time, go Braves.
1: Go Braves.